Halo and welcome back to HCS Weekly. I thought, yo, this is my life. I have to go pro with Halo. And my head thought that that was more efficient, and I guess I was right. He was like the god. We would have to two v one like just to beat this guy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Man. I'm I'm like, a lot of Halo in my life, man. It's been a it's been a fun journey. I love it. Hello, welcome back to HCS Weekly. Once again, I'm your host, Shyway, and we're in your weekly destination for all things HCS. More news, more interviews, and guys, the time, the timer is ticking. The clock is running out. Apparently, November 5th is just two weeks away, and we are getting ever so closer to this, this big esports announcement. Maybe I'm making it bigger than it is, but this is this is the only thing I got to uh to chew on right now to really get excited about. So November 5th. We've got an announcement on what's happening in the future of Halo Esports. We've got Halo Reach coming up soon as well, which is something to be excited about just to kind of get that energy going and to, you know, to keep the uh, keep the hype and the momentum. Of course, this interview will be talking about year four of HCS. So the last four weeks we've been going through each individual year in this five year anniversary. This time we're on year four, which is 2018, the final year of competitive Halo 5. So we got Worlds 2018, a lot of exciting things to look at. And then next week we'll have year five following week we have our big announcement so exciting stuff to look forward to before we get there we've got our news today we've got our grassroots giveaway as well type estimation mark grassroots in the chat for your chance to win the br skin and nameplate giveaway we do one every single episode if you don't win this week come back next week for your opportunity but let's get right into the news with maddie rums from newcombo.com hey maddie hey alex how's it going buddy not too bad how about you i'm doing all right you know another week Still waiting. Yeah, yeah still waiting. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, I've been I've been grinding Halo and uh, and been getting a little bit better, which is nice, dude. It's it's been a long time coming. I'm finally like you know getting getting some confidence playing the game, hitting some some skill jumps and stuff that I yeah, would normally be missing. That, saw that tweet. Uh, posting some tweets. You know, yeah. it feels good. It feels good to not just you know talk the talk to try to try to walk the talk a little bit too. So that that's been fun. I've been grinding in the meantime, uh, and you have uh, been updating us on news. Do we have anything exciting? This week? Uh, yeah, we have some flighting information, but uh, we'll get to that in just a sec. First off was the playlist update, like usual. Mm-hmm. Um, this one surrounds the Infection playlist. They okay. added the Save One Bullet game mode to the map Salivation and Haunted Manor. And then they also replaced the game mode Brains with Save One Bullet on Brain Freeze and Spooky House. So uh... just a little bit of an update to that Infection playlist. So I uh, have not played Infection in a very long time. Save one bullet is is what exactly? Do you have like a like one bullet in the chamber? You get a kill, I you get a bullet so. back or something? Uh, to be honest, I haven't played much myself either. Like so. just just by the title, I'm guessing it's like you, you have like one bullet, you fire it out, you get the kill, you get your you get a bullet back like a second chance or something. But I'm I'm literally this is me making it up off the spot. So I'm sure the Infection guys will know uh, what that's about. Um, but just more more to do uh, in Infection as far as this is MCC. Right. Right. Yeah. This is MCC playlist. Okay. And uh, if you want that flood nameplate that they're giving out, you oh, need to okay. complete ten matches of infection by the end of the month. Well, there you go. We can we can both learn about yeah. uh, how it works if we if we grind it out, try to get that flood nameplate. Uh, we have some playlist updates for Halo Five as well. Yeah. Uh, this Thursday on the twenty fourth, they're adding Roman King in for Covenant Slayer, and they're also launching a double XP. Okay. Which I know a lot of people have been asking for, especially because they're trying to hit that 152. So, yeah, and just rotating stuff back in that we've seen previously. Roman right. King, of course, the circle like continues to move around the map, and you got to stay in it and fight. Uh, kind of a cool 
uh, you know, different game type for Halo Five. You got Covenant Slayer, which is a cool one to try out as well. well so Covenant Slayer is being rotated out. Oh, being rotated out. Okay. Yeah, and Roman oh, King is taking its place. Go. I'm sure it'll come back someday too. We've seen that one come on and off a few times now. Uh, Halo Five's birthday is coming up apparently as well. Yeah, that's Sunday, the twenty seventh, and okay. to celebrate, they're giving anyone who logs into Halo Five a free platinum rec pack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, know I'm not supposed to laugh at that. That was uh, anyway. Come on, guys. I mean, look. Here's here's the thing: is I've grinded so much Halo Five that I have like 2.5 million rec points just sitting. I don't know about you, Maddie, but I, I have so I got many, a lot, yeah, <laughs> and so many unopened packs. But uh, but I'll tell you, I'll still be grinding Halo Five regardless of uh, of what we get on that 27th. So uh, nice to see that you know it's it's been what four four years now since the uh, the release mm-hmm. of the game. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you know time taken by, and excited to see what comes up uh, in the near future. Here we got uh, MCC flighting updates as well. Yeah, so um, Waypoint they posted a new update that talked a little bit about the Xbox PvP flight, mm-hmm. but the main focus or the big topic that I took from it is they gave us what to expect in the PC PvP or the PC launch of Reach or okay. the PC flight of Reach. Okay. Um, they're saying it should last, they're anticipating it to last a whole week, but the multiplayer and firefight modes might be a little bit longer. And, uh, for campaign missions, we're going to be able to play the Noble Actual and Winter Contingency missions. So this is a a big flight. This is not just, this is everything. This is campaign, firefight, multiplayer. This is just PC though? Yeah, this is for the PC flight. Okay, okay. And we might get it for more than a, a week, too. That's exciting. Yeah, so uh, two new campaign missions. Um, in the firefight matchmaking, you're going to have the four-player heroic standard firefight on Beachhead, Corvette, and Holdout. And then you have four-player normal grab bag firefight on Beachhead, Corvette, and Holdout as well. Okay. You have your multiplayer matchmaking, which I know a lot of most people are looking forward to. Definitely. Um, yeah, 2v2 Social Slayer on Countdown, Powerhouse, and Zealot. You're going to have 4v4 Social Slayer, Flag and Bomb, Zone Control, Asset Denial, and Action Sack on Countdown, Powerhouse, Zealot, and Tempest. Tempest. Okay, okay. That's that, that uh, the, the, the lush greenery, the big one, right? Mm. Yeah, okay, okay. I remember that one. Uh, and then Aviate Social on there as well? Yeah, Aviate, uh, same game modes, except no Action Sack. Uh, and that'll be on Tempest Breakpoint Ridgeline. Mm. And then we'll have our Team Hardcore playlist which th- with Slayer and Capture the Flag, much like uh, it was on Xbox, right. on Countdown and Zealot. And we'll have Invasion on Breakpoint. Okay, so the, 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 what I love about this, well, first of all, it's just it's being introduced to PC players. So I feel like this is kind of the the, uh, the biggest like opportunity to get some some viewership some hype for reach uh, as far as like you know before it actually releases right because you can get mm-hmm. some real streamers getting their hands on this I'm not really sure who's signed up for this this program this uh, this right. fighting it program but yeah but but now we have people actually playing the competitive multiplayer the hardcore version of the multiplayer on PC that's going to be very interesting to see and for somebody like myself who's an analyst just kind of comparing it up against other people who've been playing on, on controller, you know, versus this whole mouse and keyboard uh, type experience. So that's pretty cool. And and just having a lot of diversity in gameplay too. Like the one thing that I felt when I played the uh, the fighting program is it, it's fun, but just just Countdown and Zealot, like going back and forth, 
over hours and hours, you know, it, it does kind of uh, like slow down a bit. It, it would be nice to be able to jump into other things like firefight or like 8v8 social or whatever and have different maps, different options available. So uh, a lot well, the, of content. The one thing they didn't mention was if it's all this is all going to be day one or if it's going to yeah, be spread okay. out throughout the week like it was right, with Xbox. Right. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. So we'll see how they do that. Uh, but still content-wise, this is the most content-rich flight that we've seen so far. Um, and I guess the most opportunity for for bigger personalities and streamers and, and the hardcore PC players to really get their hands on it to see how it works and runs and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, some pretty exciting stuff to look forward to. All we just need is a, is the release date, right? I don't, I don't think we have the date yet. Yeah, I mean, they said they're, it's, you know, they were working on it over last weekend to get through some of the blocking bugs. So they're <laughs> expecting it very soon. So that could okay. be, you know, literally any any day yeah but i feel like it'll probably line up with november 5th pretty closely is is what i what i would guess you know i'm i'm gonna say it's gonna i think it'd be earlier okay i think it's gonna be out within two weeks that's just a guess because last time they said they're expecting it very soon the invites went out like the next day so okay i'm expecting it any i'm hoping it's any day at least fingers crossed yeah yeah so excited uh, to see sorry well they want uh they're stressing that if you are signed up for Halo Insider and the the PC flight to update your uh, it's called DX Diog. It's like a, a right. text file with all your PC specs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're stressing to just go ahead and back into your Halo Insider profile and just update it, <laughs> even if you haven't changed anything. Just you know, it won't hurt to just update it really? and make make sure that your email is confirmed because apparently. With the Xbox flight, a lot of people that were emailed, their email addresses weren't confirmed, so they didn't participate, or they didn't know that they were invited. So they're stressing to double-check that. Yeah, so so just other ways to ensure that you you got good chances getting into this flight. I, I think the power of your PC kind of affects their, their willingness to put you into the program as well, right? So if you do the, the DX, whatever you said, the... Uh, where you get the DX PC diag. specs, yeah. DX DAG or whatever, yeah, and you you send that over to them. If you have a very powerful PC, I think you're a more approachable person for this uh, this flight, right? Yeah. As opposed to someone well, who's I think, barely. I, I think they might try and look for a variety to see, yeah. you know, to try and because the, be the, the goal yeah. is to see what works and what doesn't. So uh, I could see them grabbing a variety of people. Okay. All right. Well, uh, exciting news nonetheless, and looking forward to watching some Halo Reach on PC the moment it drops. Uh, we also have tournament results in the meantime. Yeah, uh, last Saturday was the second qualifier for DreamHack Atlanta. Um, first place was Tox Gaming. Second place was Lux Gaming. Third place was Team Mantra, which was Ace, Pistola, Eco, and Trunks. Interesting. Yeah, the rumor is that it's Snipedown's going to be the fourth, but Trunks was just filling in. Okay. But I don't know if that's true or not. Trunks is still a very talented player, so nice to see him in a roster like that. And uh, yeah. I wonder if he'll continue to kind of like compete at that level as well. Yeah, I hope um, so. Yeah. And then uh, also in third and fourth was Chaotic Esports, which is Jimbo, Snakey, Snipe Drone, and Hollers. Okay. Um, yeah, some pretty exciting teams coming up for that event. I uh, I caught wind that there was, uh, I don't know if they're in there, there was the Commonly team, Commonly Trippy. Uh, I think it was like, I don't know if it was Trippy. Yeah, it's, it's in the graphic. I for, yeah, I yeah. So some some pretty good teams kind of like mixing up, uh, you know, a good roster mania coming in just before we get into our Atlanta event. Of course, Lux and Tox are going to be your biggest names to look out for. Um, but nonetheless, uh, something to look forward to coming up in Atlanta. We have uh, Blam Gaming, the grand finale that just took place on the weekend. I got a chance to cast the first half of it and then Nighty and Goofy closed it off. Uh, how did this go? Uh, first place went to Bound and Neptune. Second yeah. place was Pyretic and Dinoxide. 
and third was Scariotic and Vemzy. Yeah. So the had a nice thousand uh, dollar prize pool. Yeah, really solid and very good production too, guys. Uh, if you are still playing Halo Five, you want to compete in the two v twos. Definitely check out Blam Gaming. They have even when they're not like casting the events, they've got these great like like reruns and like high level production where they show you you know different clips and highlights and voiceover commentary. They've got uh, you know yeah just really great work that they've been doing there. So I, I highly recommend you check that out if you're playing Halo Five still and you're still grinding two v two. We have more Halo Five two v two results as well for uh, Live for the Game. Uh, yeah, look for the game. Also had a Halo 5 2v2 the same day. And first place again went to Bound and Neptune. They were a little double dipping, and they managed to pull it off in both. Uh, wow. Second place was Mr. Soul Snipe and Vetra. And then third went to Legends and I don't know if it's Mista or Mista. I don't I know. I wouldn't know either. These gamer tags sometimes are just a little <laughs> much. Yeah, I, I know we have uh, more coming up as far as 2v2s as well, and you've got the upcoming tournaments here. There's uh, Saturday, October 26th, we got something? Uh, yeah, there's a LAN over in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's being run by the Penn Halo community. Um, they're calling it Autumn Assault. It's a Halo 3 2v2, and it's going to be held at Gamers Heaven in okay. Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. And then also, we have the third qualifier for DreamHack Atlanta, which will right. be online. Getting closer. Yep. And then, like you mentioned, uh, Sunday, October 27th, we have the Microsoft Store Halo 5 2v2. If yep. you, I'm not sure if the London one is taking place. I know they opened up the new London store. Right, they just, yeah, that's a beautiful store. Have you seen it, by the way? I saw a few pictures of it, yeah. It's massive. And then on the top floor, they have this, like, Xbox gaming area that's, like, you guys should check it out. Like, I, I used to work at a Microsoft store, and they, they I got a chance to see it right before I had left. And it was just this this beautiful, like, setup with these these high-quality chairs. And everybody has this, like, like just everybody's maxed out, basically, in gaming tech. You get the Elite controllers and everything. So really, really cool. Uh, only in London, though, of course. Yeah. But if you live in North America, uh, check your uh, your local Microsoft store right. to see if they're participating. Yeah. Um, and then we also have the SWAT Nation SWATween Halo 5 3v3 okay. on Sunday. SWAT Nation still coming up with some great events uh, and consistent with our holidays. Of course, Halloween coming up very soon. We got some Halo Halloween events. Uh, yeah, I think excited. they even I think they tweaked some of the maps to make them look they like, do like yeah. Halloween themed. Yeah, they'll use Forge to like change the uh, the filter on it so it looks different, like change the pieces around. So pretty exciting way to you know keep things fresh and interesting for Halo. So events still happening. November fifth is the big day we're looking for. Then we got Atlanta coming up after that. So stuff to, to be excited about and uh, and more reason to just keep up with the news and check noobcombo.com. All this information that we just talked about is available on noobcombo.com. Maddie's got it all on lock. And uh, Maddie, thank you so much for joining me once again and, and giving me it, man. Anytime. All right, that closes our news for today. I'm excited to bring on Saiyan, who's going to break down year four with me of HCS. We've got a lot to talk about. How's it going, buddy? How's it going, man? Glad to be back here. Nice to see you again, dude. You, this yeah, is uh, this is round three, man. You're the only one I've had on uh, three times so far, and and you're you're dressed for the occasion. Look at this guy. There we go. Uh, Let's go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not planned, by Bottom. the way. We 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 just happen to have the grassroots shirts. Yeah. Uh, man, always happy to have you here. You're a well-spoken dude. Um, and and you've always got a lot a lot to talk about a lot going on. But this yeah, this time absolutely. you're you're doing stuff uh, in the in the background. You're not you haven't been grinding Halo quite as much recently. You've been grinding Apex. What have you been up to? Yep, just been uh, grinding pretty much Apex. That's kind of the 
after I made like this sort of announcement uh, saying that I was going to step away from just trying to be like full-time streaming huh. and try and get back into competing, I figured that since Apex has been almost like uh, in a way seen as like Halo-esque with the way like the gameplay is, and I can say it does feel very close uh, in, to me as like a Halo style combat. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's been very easy and very fun to just try and pick that up. So I've been really taking that serious. And um, before the show, we talked about it a little bit. I've been uh, developing or been working with the team the past like couple weeks, and now we're trying to play in a contender league. And I've just been uh, trying to get more involved in that for the time being because I'm still I'm still a Halo boy at heart. So I'm waiting yeah. for more information, waiting for uh, the next big thing that's to come up, whether it be Reach, Infinite, whatever it may be. Uh, I'm still around and still looking at everything, and I'm not completely devoid of knowing anything that's going on. I, I'm yeah. definitely keeping up with everything that's uh, been shown and released. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically just Apex, college, and that's about it. That's been just the grind the past month that I've been, uh, that I stepped away. from. Yeah. Europe. And I, I mean, trying to like put myself in your shoes, think about it from your pr perspective is like ultimately you're a competitor first and foremost, right? Like it's yeah. like, yes, the stream is great. Creating content is great, but that's all extra. What you care most about is being the best at what you do competing in these yeah. games. And there's, there's just no, like there just isn't good enough, you know, opportunities in Halo for competition right now. So you got to kind of like fill that void with something. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And how is that going with Apex? Because it must be kind of tough, like joining now, which is kind of mm -hmm. late. Like, uh, I know a couple of people are saying, like, why don't you just team up with Snipe Down? But I don't think it's that easy. Like, Snipe Down's yeah. been there since the beginning. Uh, you're also a controller player. Like, mm -hmm. how, do, how do you get through the, the contenders and stuff like that? You said there's like a Discord or, or something that you have? Yeah. To so, how it's been working over there on that end with uh, Apex is there's a couple guys. I don't really know them well at all. I just know of what the server is. And I just kind of into it because i knew i wanted to i knew i knew nothing that's basically how it is right i know nothing i just need somebody that knows a little bit of something on how to like get into this and i found a couple guys and there's a big server with like a thousand there's been like a couple servers because apparently these guys have created like it's like the same exact kind of server but for some reason they've replaced it with a new one for okay. whatever reason but it's been thousands and thousands of players in this server and uh it's open to anybody whether it be pro players or like open style players that are just contenders like contenders amateur players basically um and anyone can try and participate like last night was the first night of the league and me and my team we were playing with 90 plus teams wow and uh, it's they have a very weird like algorithm of how they worked it out but they have it worked out in some way where um all these teams are queuing up together roughly at the same exact time and um uh yeah we're all able to play and right yeah like how do you certain, find each other you have yeah. to you have to like <laughs> what i was gonna say is they have like you can change your server options for okay. like what server you want to join into and yeah. then everyone like one person from each team joins the discord uh -huh. and listens for the one singular person that runs the discord to like oh. say like do a countdown like a five four three two one countdown wow. and then we're all in the same server we hit ready all at the same time and then hope that we all join in. <laughs> the point system of how it works is like uh. you have to place top five out of the 20 teams. And you obviously can't guarantee like it's going to be a full stack of 20 teams that are actually participating yeah. in the league. So it's like it depending on how high you get, like first place is 100% of the points or 100% of how many teams are actually competing. So there's 15 out of 20 teams and you get first place, you get 15 points. Okay. And so it goes down for each one down to fifth place, and um, that it's it's really convoluted, and they somehow make it work. <laughs> yeah, they're in like 
their 12th season or 10th season or whatever it is. Right. So obviously it's working out for them. And uh, that's why it's like, I have no idea. This is completely different from like Halo where yeah. it's like people are just playing online and there's some open tournaments some qualifiers and like 343 supporting the <laughs> the scene. It's like completely different. So I at least found some people to yeah. uh, help me with that. And that is just now starting out. So I'm still kind of getting into the scene right now. It's not, I'm not a pro yet at, at the game. So uh-huh. still a lot to develop. But just the, the stuff that you have to do to navigate not having a custom game feature. That's basically all it is. It's like yes. there's no custom game built in, so you guys have to do this like roulette. Like I guess if you miss it, you just end up in some rando like lobby and you gotta wait and then do yeah. the next one or something. Wow. I, I will say that it, I don't know how exactly it is as good as it is, but I don't consistent. think there was yeah, like with the ninety plus teams that were playing, I don't uh. think there was any lobby that had less than fifteen teams uh-huh. actually in it. So um it's pretty good. I think it's because of like the, maybe the MMR, like the hidden MMR, because I know they have a similar oh, okay. system where even though it's we go into public matches too, it's not in the ranked, which right, right. might be even worse. But um, it probably has some way of like collecting all these probably very above average players in the same lobbies, searching on the same exact like. Yeah. I think it was like the Iowa server, so like more of like a central server that we were on. Okay. Um, and then we all searched at the same time, so. Okay. Like I said, it, it's very convoluted because there's no custom games, but yeah. it is what it is. Somehow people have figured it out to a degree, and uh, yeah. it's going. Yeah, you're figuring it out. You said you're not a pro yet, but you're still hitting some cool clips. I just grabbed one that was pinned on the top of your Twitter. Let's take a look at this. <laughs> nasty nasty you did you did the yeah. work on it you're like moving it's it's the uh the strafe and the crouch and then still hitting those shots uh do you find that like on controller is there any kind of real disadvantage that you've been experiencing because i i know i'm pretty sure you were like jumping at one point you're trying to do mouse and keyboard and now you're you've gone back and forth or, or you just kind of been sticking with controller yeah so how it started i like wanted to casually get into like mouse and keyboard and pc and just like uh-huh. just get good with mouse and keyboard and i got pretty good i got okay and i was confident enough in my skills, but I wasn't confident to the degree that I am, of course, with like with a controller and yeah. like this the experience that I have with it, years and years of it. So um, the only disadvantage right now is more just technical on what they allow with the game, like not being able to loot and move around like a person yes. on mouse and keyboard can. That's like the main disadvantage. But besides that, like I would say it's just preference. Honestly, I I think there's plenty of controller players, like myself included, that are like contending very well with and yeah. like sipe down. <laughs> Nicewig, just to name a couple players yeah, that nice are at the top right too. now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're 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 top contenders in the professional scene right now and doing very well. And they're not using mouse and keyboard. I don't think yeah. it's necessarily. I just think since it's on PC, um, AR already like I would I would say the controller population is probably much lower than the mouse and keyboard. Sure. I would imagine. So yeah. I would just think the greatest controller players to come up against the greatest mouse and keyboard players would already be like the population differential would be very slim in the controller department so mm. i think it's just if you're good with a controller like you're gonna be able to contend with people that are good with mouse and keyboard that's which what is, i think yeah which is which is nice to see especially you know going onwards into halo infinite we're going to be on pc it's it seems like it's going to open itself up to, to mouse and keyboard but there there's still a fighting chance here it looks like uh like you're saying like if, if there's more people playing controller i wonder where it would uh 
kind of balance. Like if you have more controller players on teams and whatnot. Yeah. Um, interesting. Though I did notice uh, when you were practicing mouse and keyboard, and I, I found this out through you, and then I did internet research on it, but I was on Discord. You know how on Discord it says the game that you're currently playing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You were playing something called Aim Lab, and I was like, "What the heck is oh, Aim Lab?" Yeah. And then I went and I Googled it, and I was like, "Yo, Aim Lab like teaches you, it like lets you practice mouse and keyboard aim." Yep. Basically, I, I download this; it's free, and I yep. just spent like four hours, or not maybe not four hours, but I spent time just like like you know, just you you do like reaction shots and flicks, yep. and each little room like tries to you know get you to practice a specific type of aim. Is that yeah. is that's kind of what you were doing? What did you think of that? That yeah, I. I like that's when I started to like think like maybe I would want to step away from Halo and still uh-huh. maybe take like PC Apex more seriously. Uh-huh. And I was still thinking like, well, maybe I'll just kind of like half-ass it and try and like still work on like my mouse and keyboard. And it's like maybe I'll go pro, whatever. I'll just play just to play and get better than mouse and keyboard. But then, and then I started downloading the application because I was like, I need to work on my aim. I need yeah. to just work on hitting my shot, and it really helped. I was playing it for like hours and hours. Like I, I was probably using it for about two weeks and then i made the switch to controller but for those two weeks like i was putting in some hours it was fun anyway it was like yeah. really interesting and like just trying to like always up my percentage and like it told me it told me all the different weaknesses yeah. and whatnot and so i thought it was super interesting and uh i was making some great progress but then i finally finally made that decision where i was like i just want to take this serious and i was like i'm just gonna go with the controller because i like it's gonna take a long time if yeah. i want to even like catch up and yeah. that's just that's just the years and years of experience that I have from such a young age with a controller that I would have to then do to PC if I want to like really contend. Even though I probably can make it make it up faster, it's just like there yeah. would be really no reason. Especially since, like I said, I I still want to play Halo in the future. It's like I'm gonna try and do as much as I can right now in Apex with the time that I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting. I, I did the same thing, though. I, I played it for a bit, and I was like, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I'm more comfortable on controller. Maybe I'll get back to it. Like, maybe Halo can get me back into mouse and keyboard or something. Um, but, guys, I know we haven't even started talking about Halo yet, but I do recommend uh, that if you are thinking of making that transition to mouse and keyboard, consider looking at Aim Lab. Like, try downloading and checking it out. It's kind of cool. Like, you, you test your aim, and then it gives you statistics on, like, where you went wrong, which I thought was kind of inconsistent sometimes. Like, sometimes yeah. it said my, my reactions were bad, and sometimes they were good, and sometimes I was, like, weak on flicking to the left or sometimes it was to the right but but uh it's cool to just have like feedback and to start thinking about stuff like that and you know try to apply it so yeah i think the game itself is like considered an alpha i guess like it's, yeah, it's not, not really finished. like a yeah. full finished game but i mean yeah. for what it is it does the job pretty well and gives pretty decent indications on where to work on so if that yeah. is something that the viewers uh, are interested in absolutely check it out yeah um, so getting back to Halo here, you played a little bit of Halo Reach. That was the most recent live stream I got to check out from you a little while ago, and you've been tweeting about it. The uh, the first tweet that I saw was about Zealot. Uh, Zealot Slayer is not a real game type; it's literally FFA, which is teams turned on. Uh, tell me a bit about your experience with with Reach and what's going on with Zealot. You're not not a huge fan, <laughs> dude. I I'm sure I could figure it out. Just yeah, obviously with the limited amount of time I had, and I didn't have any like previous experience with the game type. But my God. I would turn my, I would, we would kill two or three people, and then there's somebody right below a staircase that I'm standing above right now, backsmacking me, like, instantly. And it's like, <laughs> didn't I just kill that guy four seconds ago? Like, why is he standing behind me getting yeah. a free kill? And uh, besides that, though, like, the gameplay still felt great. I, there was, like, I don't know, like I said before, I don't have that, like, my memory for, like, my experience back with Halo Reach isn't that great. Sure. Um, Especially with no blue, no sprint. I really did not have that much experience with that. Yeah. But it felt almost like, I don't know, I was expecting more 
like it's not like the gameplay is inconsistent. It's like maybe I'm le- I need to lead my shot a little bit. I don't need to be like directly on somebody's head to finish that last shot on the headshot. Maybe I need to. I don't know. It felt yeah. kind of weird, but I think that might just be me. I don't. I, I'm not really too sure. Um, besides that, though, the gameplay looked great and it still ran very smoothly. So yeah. I definitely can't commend them for that. And I still enjoy myself. Um, I'm really looking forward to just seeing the final product. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you on that stuff. And even with the, the shots, like kind of, you know, registration and whatnot, I don't think you're the, the first one to say that. It's been a, a little kind of weird to, to get used to. Yeah. Uh, but it does feel very smooth. It feels very, you know, like a, like very polished despite being in, in the, the place that it's in. Although I've seen some funny, like funky things happen. Like uh, if you uh, do an animation assassination on somebody, then it can it can cause them to get booted out of the game or something, which, which was pretty hilarious. Like Frosty uh, got animated on and he got kicked. From the game but yeah um but uh, apart from that it's been pretty fun i think the maps are going to make it for me though i like zealot like like you said it's just it's like the size of the map the spawns which i i'm not sure like how exactly those are working just yet but there's a lot of open space where it's like that map was originally designed with sprint and like other abilities in mind yeah so i'm curious to see like if they bring the forge maps in how that will play with no bloom no sprint if that's going to feel more fluid and kind of like work a little bit better because that's kind of how it was uh, when they actually did compete. Uh, so I feel like the maps is going to be a big part of it that I'm curious to see. But um, yeah, I mean, despite that, you're still kind of dreaming about Halo Infinite. The other tweet I grabbed from you was this uh, Infinite tweet. Let's take a look at that. It said, uh, 2 a.m. and a year away, just thinking about how ready I am to take over Infinite. I like the confidence. Is this, uh, this is what this is the what the grind's for, right? This is kind of what you're thinking about the back. Uh, yeah. We were talking about before this and just the fact that like, Apex seems fun, but I I don't get the sense that this is like the true passion. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. just what you have to do right now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I I'm I'm beyond ready for Infinite. Obviously, like we've had many years now of products that are just way before they're ready coming out uh, with Halo. So I'm just ready for this game to be great and for us to just rejoice honestly i'm ready to just be full in like on halo whenever it does come out that's really like i said before like the passion is there because i want to get a win in halo that that's really what where it's at and right now i still it's just that competitive desire so i'm doing something else for the time being but yeah halo really still is the main goal to stick with in the future because, like, honestly, I don't know what else can fill the void, man. Like, Apex has some similarity, like you said, but, like, it's a battle royale, you know? Yeah. It's just, ultimately, it's a different type of experience. So I'm thinking, like, what else can I play? But, honestly, it's just, like, Halo or an older Halo game. Like, it's not, like, yeah. unless you change genres in ch- entirely. Or, like, a Fortnite's just, Fortnite's a whole other thing, you know? It's, yeah, like... it's hard to, <laughs> I, honestly, it, it's, like, thinking about it right now, it's, like, Halo can almost, like, pick and choose things that like can make other games that game and like apply it to themselves like it has i feel like with modern halo and still be halo but it's like there's no other game that i feel like could really adapt or has even attempted to adapt like to what halo has been in the past and yeah uh it it really is unique so i think uh i'm I'm really excited to see what they do with infinite i honestly have no idea so it's just uh i'm just ready like i said i'm just ready for it you and so many more of us, we're gonna hit the ground running when it comes out, and excited to excited yep. to see that happen, man. Uh, but let's let's reminisce for a bit. Let's jump back into the past. Of course, we're looking at year four of HCS, uh, and the way this kicks off is like we were saying just a second ago, uh, Fortnite. 
kind of comes out, explodes on the market in 2017, end of 2017. Uh, you're on Luminosity at the time. Ninja's like, screw this, I'm out, I'm done with Halo. Uh, you guys disband. He goes and plays Fortnite. Uh, what kind of what happens in the interim period? You, you kind of end up jumping on a team called Ambush. You get picked up. That team becomes Envy. Mm-hmm. And uh, while you talk about that and how this team formed and kind of what your experience was like, let's throw up some uh, Team Envy kind of background footage of you guys hanging out at uh, Worlds here. Uh, and go, go ahead. Uh, yeah, so you can just... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> so... Wait, do you want me to like kind of like talk about how it all started with that team or yeah, how did you guys come together? Yeah, I mean the, so the transition I, off of luminosity getting into this. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. So how it really began was with Tyler. Obviously he was always like the Halo kid, but he then really started branding into like H one Z one. That's where he really started to hit some traction. And then yeah. by that twenty seventeen year, like even at Atlanta in twenty seventeen, he that man was like swapping between he was at an H one Z one tournament as well, while also still playing right yeah in halo and it was obviously interfering with the way he was performing and like how we were able to like mesh as a team at that event especially so uh, we just kind of left it at that and then he knew he needed to do what he needed to do he needed to get away from halo and which was understandable and then from then on we actually we even teamed with yeah we teamed with rain and apg before that with colorado that one event um and those were great guys but then obviously we were like me and joey in particular we felt like we really felt like we had the chance to like break in that top four a hundred percent. Like we felt like we had the skill and we had the, the like the confidence and that sort of uh, drive that we knew we needed teammates that were already like there and, and already had experience with that. You hadn't broken into the top four yet, had you? I guess no, so. No, 2017, you're what like top six, maybe? Yeah, or? yeah. We were pretty much hovering around that fifth, sixth for while we were on Luminosity. Uh-huh. Uh, and even in Colorado, which is funny that you say that, we almost beat Envy uh-huh. at Colorado, and uh, they ended up getting, I think, fourth anyway. They were having a, sort of an off tournament. I think Huke was ready to go to Call of Duty after yep. that tournament as well, even. But we almost beat them, and it really sucked. But we, that was also a big thing. It was like, Huke is leaving. We, like, yeah. And then on top of that, after that tournament, we knew Splice, I think at the time, with Boo Boo on it was about to like disperse or they were going to be making some moves and then we found out that jesse was actually the one uh who's going to be free and then we knew ola actually we found him out was he was going to be free and we're like dude these guys like obviously everyone at the top is great players but it's like these guys deserve to be at the top and like we thought we should be there anyway and it's like we know they're great guys we know they have that skill and they've already been there like jesse had just won atlanta the tournament before that and then ola like there's we don't even need to say anything about ola it's just like we knew what they had and we knew what we had uh, to work with in the future, like what we can do. So we were ready to just make that sort of team that just could mesh so well. And honestly, that was it's definitely just one of my top two, top three teams. Like, honestly, right there with reciprocity, it's like hard to compare the two. Yeah. Such a great team. So you reached out to Boo Boo and, uh, and Ola together? How did, how did that come around? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... Just to put it out there, I'm the one that will make the, the moves. Yeah, is that Joey, Joey's the one, like, me and Joey will talk, but it's like, I'm the one that does the talking, basically. Oh, okay, okay. I'm the one that'll make, like, the outward approach to do something, but Joey and I will be the ones that's like, we'll still come together and talk about, like, what we want. Uh, so I, I reached out to both of them, and uh, I think they both, I can't remember 
I, like my memory isn't too great, but I, I think they were pretty much like on board right away. It seemed like nice. I think they knew that we were like good guys and good players. So I think they're both very uh, just like upfront about like wanting to do this. Uh, and then since Ola had like the great connection with being on Envy and uh, Reciprocity couldn't pick up or Envy couldn't pick up that Reciprocity squad because uh, I think they were in so, like some sort of contention for all those players. So we had a good connection with Envy then through Ola and then we were able to get picked up and start representing them. So. You guys, when you started out, you uh, started out actually pretty strong, right? So this is kind of a skip ahead to Worlds now that I think about it. But there were a couple events before that, and uh, you were the first team to sweep Optic Gaming along the yep. way, right? So you kind of you had this great explosive start. Uh, Splice seemed to be the difficult team for you, though. Yeah, I think that it's just like Splice was a difficult team for everybody. And that, yeah, those that for, during those that time frame. Months, it was yeah. just like they were some of the best shots, some of the best movements, and like they were just always some of the greatest players at that time. And then on top of that, they weren't scrimming or showing any of like what they had to anybody. So it was just like, how do we play against them? And that's what every team I feel like thought. So it was just like mainly like sheer willpower of like that and shot is what was the contention against Splice at the time. And so I feel like that's why they were just so dominant was because it was like, what do we do? We got to figure this out. We need to know like what kind of way they play. But it's like the only time we even can think about that is when we're in the game playing against them at a LAN, at like the biggest world tournament ever, basically. So it was uh, it was hard to figure them out. Obviously, Tox was just like, you kind of always knew how they were going to play, but they were still like, or Optic Gaming at the time, like, yeah, you, they were so solidified, and everyone has played them enough. I feel like we understood them well, and we had the shots and like the confidence as well to like take them on. Yeah. And I think... I, I, there may be even have been somewhat of like a honeymoon, but I think every team can kind of experience that. But uh, I felt like even after that tournament, we still had great games against them and even Splice, somewhat Splice, but mainly even still Optic. Like we had the firepower to kind of fire back at them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a very explosive. Like it was such a great feeling that that day to like hear that. Like I didn't even really know that at the time when we did it, but. Like, I just yeah. knew in-game, like, we were feeling ourselves. It was such a such a great moment. Definitely, like, my top two moments was that win against them. Yeah, yeah, incredible. And you, you actually had a really good win against Splice later on as well that we will look at. You did this whole reverse sweep on them. So you actually did manage to come back and kind of get your just desserts. Yeah. Uh, not with Envy, though. Uh, did you, as you were watching that, though, did it kind of take you back a bit? Like, I was looking at Trippy, man. Trippy's changed so much. Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> lost weight. He looks great. He's like, he's yep. super fit now. Of course, he's still like, he was just as talented back then, but it's just, it's cool seeing yeah. the, uh, how, how much some of you guys have aged in just like one year. It was literally just a year ago. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you say that. Like, just looking at pictures. Like if we show and, a bit like, more again. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, looking at pictures and uh, just thinking about it, it's like, man, I really feel like I've changed a lot. And especially like you said, yeah. with Joey, it's like, I, I, I even actually was on the phone with Joey like yesterday and we were just talking over some stuff and it's like, He's still the same exact person. I feel like right. I'm pretty much still like the same exact person, but at least just like visually, <laughs> like looking back, <laughs> it's like, man, I feel like that was two, three years ago almost, like looking back. And yeah, uh, but that's it, so funny that you mentioned that. It's great. Yeah, you had no facial hair back then uh, as well. Yeah. I, you start doing the beard now. I think it, it works for you a little better. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, yeah, I thought the same thing. I wasn't too sure about <laughs> it, but I let it grow out, and I was just like, yeah. I, I think I was I was mainly shaving it even back then yeah. uh, for a while, but then it just kind of reset point. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it. But 
yeah, I think that's the biggest difference, at least for me, is the the facial hair, maybe. <laughs> or just wait till you get to my level where I don't even know when to stop it anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, it just keeps growing now, and I'm like, do I do I stop it here? Do I keep going? Do I Your like people are saying don't stop? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, and and like you said, like Splice was kind of that powerhouse. Also, you couldn't even practice against them, could you? you, yeah. you like they wouldn't scrim. They did this. I don't. Know if, I don't know if you guys remember. They would only play each other. They would play two v twos against each other. That was like their grind session. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so basically everyone just found out, or just, I think they just said it, it's like, we just play twos, and yeah, uh, like, that. that's why I said they just had the shot, and like, the willpower to do it, to try and take on the best teams, because like, they were just some of the best players, but I think they, they just had, I think they really had great chemistry, and that's what was like, even though maybe like, you can't really tell, just from like, interviews, or just like, I don't know, but like, I, I can tell just the way they played and how they interacted, like they had great chemistry with each other, and just that's like that hive mind mentality that every team kind of wants to reach, where they just do the same thing together all the time, yeah. almost. Or if like even if they're not together, they all have like a very good idea of what each other want to do. So even if they didn't like practice and talk shit over, it's like because they didn't really need to, and that's what made it very difficult for everybody else because it just took four or five lands for everyone to finally start realizing, okay, this is kind of how they play because. Yeah. Even though that's like a very dangerous thing to go up against, it's still predictable. Just like anybody, once you play against them enough, becomes predictable. That's just the way yeah. it is. And so that's why we were able to, every other team was even able to contend with them a little bit better um, for the months after or after that first initial right. season in the spring. Um, but yeah, that they were, they were definitely like the hardest team to play against, I would say, at that time. So you're saying eventually you could start to read them a little bit. Yeah, I, I think every team did. Interesting. In talks. I mean, it did that, fall off towards the end, but I, I feel like they always had the argument that it's like, oh, COD's coming out. You know, we're focused on that. We're doing, we're not playing yeah. or whatever. I mean, so it's that, kind of hard to say. It, yeah. I feel like that's just such a sorry argument to even say in the first place. It's like, mm. that's why no, that's why some amateur players or like people like hitting that top 12 that are like semi pro in a way, like they don't reach above that is because they aren't trying hard enough. Like, mm. They're like any, I feel like almost anybody that's in that top 16 can like make pro because they put in more effort, more time, or playing more games. It's like, yeah. if they're not doing it, then obviously they didn't deserve to be top three at the time, at the end of their life cycle with the last tournament. Or the last, yeah. yeah, last tournament. So it's like, that's just what happens. You fall off, you don't play enough. That's, yeah. not, that's just the way it is. Plain yeah. Makes sense. Um, now, of course, Worlds, uh, big performance from you guys. You guys landed in third place, I believe. Uh, yeah. Which was actually a very close series to uh, Optic Gaming. You almost won that. You were on. You were winning, and then uh, they made that comeback, that swing towards the end, which was unfortunate. Uh, but the star of the show of Worlds, this always steals the thunder, is just that one series that you had versus Reciprocity, uh, yeah. specifically the last game. Uh, it was an amazing series, though, just back and forth, back and forth, and then the last game, which we'll play some up in the background. There should be a little bit of audio as well uh, for you guys to kind of hear the energy and what's going on. Uh, but maybe just take me through uh, the series and kind of. Uh, how did you feel about this uh, this experience and like what was your mindset coming into it uh, and this last game was just it was crazy so I mean just the mindset going in at least with the series in general was like we hadn't had the opportunity to play against these guys on land yet we right. like, this was our very first time and it's what is this losers semis or I can't remember exactly what point of the tournament it was but like this is our very first time playing against each other at this specific like gigantic tournament and in a land environment it was so we were just all so ready and i think it was also because at the time like we were still called like online kids or like mick when he, he of course everyone kind of knows the way he would kind of talk about some stuff every once in a while and he would kind of shit on people just 
yeah. just to shit on people because he was mad, but um, we were like, we're ready to like show them what we got, and uh, obviously we came out hot, but they're still, they were still like a team to contest, like obviously they were there for a reason, and so they were able to come back, and we just had just some great games against them, and like you mentioned, it, it was so unfortunate for something like that to happen to Spartan during that series because it's like we're everything is just going so well in a competitive sense. Like, just like you can't ask for like a more close series and more action-packed sort of gameplay among like some of the best teams. And I was yeah. really happy, at least in that sense. It's like this is amazing. But for something like that to kind of like sully it, it really does suck. Just suck. Um, but obviously, we ended up still coming out on top, and it is what it is. But it was still a great series like to the very end yeah watching this back right now do you remember all of this kind of going not down really like, i i no. remember certain plays i i think it's just me i have like just a terrible problem remembering like <laughs> plays happening or like unless it's like super big or monumental or like sure, things sure. like that happening i don't know why it's so hard for me to remember some small things or small details of games happening but uh i don't remember too much of it obviously i remember spartan's controller after the fact learning that and then i remember right, right. I did remember, I can always remember like the play towards the end of this game whenever I picked up Sniper and Camo and then I was able to get a few kills and we were, were just starting no to- You no mercy on these guys. Like you saw, you saw that, I don't know if you knew that his controller disconnected at the moment. You just saw him stand still for a second, melt the guy, and then you just start blaining everybody with the Sniper. I mean, yeah. what, what else can you do though? It's like, yeah, exactly. Like we, we didn't know yeah. what happened. Cause I, like, yeah. There's there's always that problem in Halo 5 where th sometimes you thrust slide and it just stops you mid-slide sometimes. So you're like, right, if you hit some weird geometry on the floor or something. Yeah, so it's like we didn't even, I didn't, nobody even mentioned it in the game it's just like okay we melted that guy on to the next thing. like <laughs> exactly. game, gameplay is still going like we yeah. didn't think like oh maybe we maybe he just, his controller disconnected or something happened or whatever happened we just kept playing because it's like that's the way we were always told to do it it's like you don't stop playing until someone tells you to stop playing like that's not in the game where if like someone's unless everyone's tossing up their hands and everyone's standing still then like that's a clear like moment like okay now we're gonna stop the game but just for that to happen to him we we're like we didn't even think about it. We're just, this is just normal day. Like we're going through the game as normal. Yeah. So the moment's coming up actually pretty soon. It's like late twenties for both of you guys. It's pretty close. Uh, I think it's maybe even on the next camo. Uh, I remember you were saying splice. They just have this unbelievable chemistry. They work together so well. Did you feel like you had that with this team at the time? Of course you guys were still pretty fresh. Like you had a couple events. Yeah. I, I still think just naturally, like we were all still friends in and out of game. So we just had a good uh, understanding of how to like interact with each other already. But here it is. Uh, this is the moment. Yep. There it is. I'm gonna look down his oh. controller. Yeah, yeah. We we started shooting him, and then it just happens. Then... Such a big moment, right? Cause camo. Yeah. Like Penguin's gonna die, and then watch. You're gonna start. You'll pick up the snipe, and then we'll get to see that. Yeah. yeah. So it's just the. It's just one of those things, man. It just sucks that that had to be part of what happened. Yeah. Obviously, it's just like you are. What, the what ifs and whatnot. But it, it just this is the reality that we're in. So it's really unfortunate. That's the thing is, like, even in that video we played as pre-roll, uh, you guys were talking about it afterwards. Uh, and the fact that, like, un unfortunately, you can't replay for something like this, right? Like, if yeah. it was, like, somebody disconnects from the game, that's one thing. But a controller disconnect, that you know, that happens. Like, even, like, uh, APG at Atlantic City, was, he was getting a, cu a couple times. But it just, it never happened at that one really crucial moment. It just so happened yeah. that, like, when it, yeah, when it went down was, like, a game-changing moment uh, that makes it heartbreaking. Yeah, exactly. So it's just the... Uh... It's just so, it's just such a scuffed area to be interacting yeah. with, and it's just so it just sucks because it's just it, it if there was a rule to allow it to be ended, 
or for the game to be ended when that happened, then I imagine we would see much more disconnects involved and people would be right. People hurt. could that, fight on that stuff. Yeah, that's why they don't do it is for that exact reason, and yeah. it just really sucks. Like that is the way it is. Yeah, because imagine that. Like, if if they reset, then in the future, if you're ever losing a game, you just you jiggle that little micro USB. It's it's so flimsy. Exactly. Man. That's <laughs> that's why it's not as. Oh man, it's, it's not like someone literally not being in the game. Yeah, it's like different. Their own, yeah, like volition. It's just it just happened. It just yeah. happened, and it, it sucks. Unreal. There was that one thing that Trippy said where he's like, you know what I hate is people will think it's not a real win or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you guys are like, I feel like you still could have taken that series. No problem. You had all the momentum, right? Yeah. So. I mean, that that's another reason why it's still part of the rule is like, yeah. unless it was like a 49-49 and someone was done like standing still in the middle of a fight and you clean somebody up, that would be a clear like, oh, if his controller didn't disconnect, then we shouldn't be able to say like... Down to the last kill, yeah. Yeah. Something <laughs> like that would be clear as day. Like, oh, he should yeah. do that. But yeah. when it's mid-20s and like we were shooting him and then it happens, it's just like, dude, I like... Even yeah. thinking about it just sucks because it's just like maybe he gets away, maybe he doesn't. Maybe they get camo, maybe we still get camo. Yeah. Maybe he lives and goes on a freaking spree and starts hitting every single headshot no scope. But it's just like <laughs> everything's yeah. a what if whenever you start getting to that conversation and it really sucks. The one thing though is like if you look at that play, he was on nest isolated, he was completely alone. And you guys were spawning up over on the, uh, the catwalk and flying in together. So he still could have got insta melted even if he thrust lit. Which is uh, interesting to think about that he was alone there, but yeah, I mean, regardless, it happens. It's unfortunate. Uh, you guys move on. You you fight your battle against Optic Gaming. Ends up being very close. Yep. It does land you a third place. Uh, things kind of switch around quite a lot after that. We have our big settings mania. So I, I think a, a couple settings had already kind of changed, like the the DMR, the BR. They went through their tweaking and whatnot. Uh, but this was the biggest change that we had seen as far as like removing maps, adding game types. We had removed Spartan Charge, Ground Pound, uh, and then at the same time they had introduced uh, these these uh, Forge maps. Right. So you had Fissure Ball, Echelon Ball, Eden Ball, Refuge Slayer, and CTF. Uh, and the removal, Eden Slayer, Regret Slayer, Fathom Flag. Do you like all these changes? I feel like the Ground Pound Spartan Charge was the one that was like unanimously yeah. agreed upon. But the maps, I, I don't know, man. It, it just ended up being like, okay, this is what we got, and now I guess we're going to roll with it. Uh, how did that even work, kind of like testing them and whatnot? Did yeah, so it just yeah. developed from a Twitter DM. We've had multiple of them in the past uh, with the pro players and like maybe Tashi or like a couple other other members of the ACS team to talk about like what we would want or would like to see right. changed and um after like that world season they really started to listen a lot more however not as much as we wanted them to but still enough to the point that we got like obviously ground pound spartan charge out those didn't need to be in the game right for ranked and then they got tossed that's great and then um i think we like almost everyone was in agreement. like we need new maps or like new game types or something to like spruce it up was ball the key though yeah, I don't think the ball was a key. I think yeah. I think it could have been better. I think it could have been better with the maps being tweaked even more. Um, but they were, I've said in the past on stream a few times, like once like the season started, like they were not going to change maps for some reason. Like unless there was like game breaking or like we had proof like something is just broken, they weren't going to change anything. Yeah, now that, that it's out there, it's done, guys. Yeah, it's over. I so. don't know why they did that because... We got like maybe a couple weeks, and even in that couple weeks, like I was trying to get as many people as I could to test the maps, but it's like nobody really wanted to because at the time, still people were like kind of just shrugging at like 
oh, are they really going to change anything? Are they going to listen to us? That kind of yeah. conversation was just being had over and over again. Right. And, like, changes were made to the maps and the game types, but, like, not enough that really warranted it to be in the playlist yeah. and to be actual competitive settings. Um, yeah. So it was disappointing because i wanted new maps i was okay playing those new maps but i was not okay staying on those maps in the format that in the way that they were and we were saying like oh this needs to change this should be changed this shouldn't be this way anymore on like different maps like maybe we should add this but it's like they didn't want i don't know exactly what the reason were like was i think it was just because a new season started and they're like season's starting we're not going to change anything until there's like a they even mentioned, I think, like, we're going to maybe make some changes during, like, a down period. Like, after this tournament, there's, like, two or three weeks to, like, do stuff. We still ended up not, like, changing anything. So, yeah, it was really unfortunate because I think after playing on it, like, I was really big on getting maps in and, like, working on these things. But it's, like, I even knew, like, I don't want to play on this. I don't want to mm-hmm. play, I don't, I don't want to play Refuge Slayer, where I'm spawning in the exact same spot for the just gets, like, spawn sniped and, like, 16 bullet mag snipers with sure. rockets in the rocket rockets in the middle and like it's impossible to break setup and it's just like stuff like this got tweaked like like that for example got tweaked where like i think all weapons across um yeah all weapons across all game types like got have for power weapon they need the ammo they have yeah but that was even earlier though was um, it i think they have the ammo before because they did at the same time when they made magnum the main starter and then they they replaced the remember the old rockets with yeah the, yeah, that was a, a good change. Because I could have um, swore that had the ammo got changed like in the did middle Did they have of the it season. even more? Maybe the you know maybe they took even more sniper ammo off or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah they, I don't remember. I'm not too yeah. sure. Was there ever like low key a forge map that you really liked that you thought might have been competitive viable that like never went through? I'm trying to remember. Russet was one of them. That's the one that comes to mind. Or I'm like, Russet. was that was yeah. that actually like pretty that solid? Would, that probably could have been a better flag map, I think, than Refuge. Really. Yes. Uh, we didn't really play it much, though. Like, yeah. they, were really, they were really on board with, like, Refuge, Echelon, and... Because it's like, oh, it's Sanctuary, yeah. you know, people know Yeah, that. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they were much more on board with, like, some maps than others. I think there's another one called, like, Vestige or something like that. I can't I remember, remember what it was the name, called. but I can't remember what it looked like. Yeah, It was, yeah. like, also Sandy with Ruins, and it was, like, we were trying to play Strongholds on it, and most people were, like, kind of for it, but we played it, like, one time. Like, okay. during the play, like, the playtesting times that they were trying to set, like, we get one game with it or we had like two games over a span of like two or three weeks whenever we were doing it and it's like that's not enough time to even get yeah. any information out of us and even in that time like not enough people are really up for it because like what's happening is exactly what people were afraid of is like they're not really listening to us or not giving us the opportunity to sure, sure. give as best information back as we can so yeah that's one thing that really i hope is very big and in infinite is just if it pertains to competitive like allow us like half the say at least as the pro mm-hmm. players to make changes because I, I i really think like they want to like maybe I, I they really have said in the past like they really want to make it as streamlined as possible from like casual to rank like settings wise but i don't know sure. if that's really possible honestly i think that's just trying to appease. Like, it needs to be its own thing somehow yeah and, yeah. and i think that like, they might think of that as catering to us but i don't think that's a problem like if mm. like no i don't i don't know I, I think the best possible option to get new players in is to get people interested but no one's going to be interested if the people that are playing it aren't interested aren't, themselves. exactly yeah yeah 
That, that's the biggest thing is like I, I understand the argument on their side is having the inconsistency across playlists. But if you have pro players who genu genuinely love the game that they're playing, it's creating these like amazing hype moments that are like that go on Twitter and just get retweeted by everybody. Everybody's loving it, saying good stuff like yeah. people will jump from casual to hardcore and they'll 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 look at hardcore as this prestige mode. You know what I mean? It's like, exactly. yeah, this is a casual version, but hardcore is like, if you really want to get good, this is how you play. These are the, you know, the unique settings. And I feel like they're become, they become more aware of that now. And I think esports yeah. in general has like Pete, like the audiences that play video games in general kind of understand that there's like the main game and there's the esports settings and like esports yeah. is just so ingrained in popular culture now. Yeah. Um, so we can so. start to see that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really like, it's nice that they started listening, but it was just so far towards the end of the, uh, you know, the life cycle of the game. So coming into the next Halo game, having that opportunity would be great. And then, yeah, being able to change up stuff. So I guess if they go forward with something, I, I understand the argument that you wouldn't want to immediately switch off of it. Cause if you yeah. like, you make an announcement and then you switch it and you're flip-flopping, like you got to hold things for a while, but, mm. um, but maybe I, if there's more the... prep work in place then we wouldn't have the flip-flopping, uh, issues. So yeah, I think it yeah. just came down to honestly just kind of disorganization is sure. that like they wanted to like we wanted to make change uh changes they knew that we wanted to make changes and they were of like they were open to doing it but then like the time frames and the i guess the strictness of it i don't know of like making us play it was not there like it's hard to like make pro like for example like when like talking about refuge echelon and whatnot like making players play it is not really possible like mm. you can't say like you got to do this but it's like if they actually make it true or make it very evident that whatever you guys say goes or you have this much input like they can at least lay out some more ground rules i think is what needs to be sure set in the future is like you guys can have inf like influence on this this and this right like, okay so this is not going to change this is not going to change at all um and it's like Maybe in the future we can talk about this more, but it's like for this season, not at all. And it's like some guidelines like that, I feel like would be yeah. amazing to yeah. at least get more people involved and in understanding like, okay, I can at least talk about this kind of stuff. And it's like, well, we can set certain days maybe to play this map or with the settings. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like, if you're not interested in that, then so be it. But this is what you're going to be able to talk about today and whatnot. And I think that is what's needed for halo in the future it, yeah. because i feel like that's what really started to get more people involved in halo 5 in the last season was like we wanted change and like they were open to it but um and then we got it but it just wasn't enough it wasn't like as high as it could have reached with yeah. the desired settings so i like that then uh transparency organization right from the get-go and i mean you know november 5th we have an esports announcement hopefully we we see a little bit of that in some you know some way uh not to get uh, you know my hopes up too too high, but uh, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, transparency organization like you're saying it, man, and and you know hopefully we see some of that with the next game. Um, let's fast forward a bit because I got a lot of stuff here and we're already hitting uh, seven Eastern. But uh, so you end up splitting up. You join reciprocity. Actually, you stay together for the most part. You just swap boo boo for snipe down. You become reciprocity. Yep. Um, along the way, you have a bit of a rough start. You face off against Trifecta. Trifecta has the most like amazing tournament they've ever had in their lives. Yep. Uh, yep. Also, Ryan Noob is just the upset master. He comes out of nowhere and just he's so good at, at upsetting mm -hmm. teams. Uh, we have a bit of that that we can show right now, uh, and we can talk about that. The last series, this incredible uh, just upset that they created here. Um, tell me a bit about this experience. It, it seems like you were involved in a lot of the biggest moments, actually, of, uh, of 2018, whether it was winning or losing. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, I would say with this series, 
um, it really did start out, I feel like, with A, they were, I feel like it was, like, the people on that team are very much, like, they're land players. Like, I feel like online, they don't play the same as they did on land. So that was definitely just a big change playing against them. Uh, from the two just different sceneries of being online to that. Um, and then from there, I will at least uh, say that, make the excuse, like, I was sick and Eric was sick. Um, it really sucked that that happened. I don't know if that's really a good enough excuse, but I ended up actually having to go to the hospital after I got home from this. this Holy, what did you have? Uh, I, I had gastritis. So I had, what like, it's just like some... I don't know if it's ex like excessive gas or like something some sort of buildup in like my my gut or my intestine or wherever it was. I couldn't quite remember, but I had to end up taking an antibacterial after I got home. And honestly, I think it was from some burger I got from an airport restaurant as soon as I landed. But either way, it it was just not a good weekend. And we we knew it from the start. Like we knew coming into this tournament, like we had a great shot, like we were performing very well. But I think from the start, it was just kind of off. And then Eric ended up getting food poisoning. And then on top of that, the, uh, these guys Popeyes? were playing. Popeyes? You had, like, yes. Popeyes? Yeah. yeah, he did. And then on top of that, these guys were playing well. Like, really we, were well, not right. playing, we were not playing as well as we should have been, and they were playing great. Like, I'm not going to take it away from them and say, like, oh, they were just they were just beating us when we were at our worst. Like, we were not at our worst, but we definitely weren't at our best. And these guys were definitely playing, I would say, at their best at that, at that moment. And they were really just on top of things. And they were able to, like, handle us and it really sucked because we knew we could have done so much better um which i think is why we were able to start uh taking the pace back up after this tournament but yeah it, it really sucked because it felt like we still should have won it anyway i think we could have um but it just so happened to turn out like they're still playing super well they were playing yeah they were, they were definitely playing lights out and they were there to win and we were just we just weren't that's what happened well, unfortunate that you guys got sick, but fortunately for the audience, uh, that 49-49 sequence was insane, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> the hype watching that was incredible. You see Musa just pop off and start, like, flexing and stuff. <laughs> but that 49-49 uh, that was nuts when Rain hits a back off. He tosses the shotgun over, and he's, like, trying to find everybody's playing passively at the end. Like, those are the moments in Halo that I miss, and, I, and I, I'm excited to get back. You, you don't see that in Apex in the same way, you know what I mean? Timer ticking down, one more kill to win the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so you guys, you warm up, you get a little better, you you hit London, uh, and you you managed to go up against Splice, which was the, the big problem team at the time, and this time you've kind of figured them out. Uh, you do this amazing comeback on Splice. I've grabbed a segment here. Uh, this is from the, the Refuge game, where uh, you guys are playing together. I've got your audio, so we can listen to that. Uh, the viewers can listen to that. We might not be able to hear it saying. Let's play that segment up, and then we'll chat a bit. Gotcha. Uh, so not this. Skip this. It's uh, the timestamp, 3229 with audio. And I'm skipping too. Oh, this is actually your hand thing. Look at your hand here. What are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I, uh, it's, I don't know if it's necessarily a habit, but it's just what it's like I do whenever I'm... Spell. No, I, I, like, I do that all the time where I'm cracking. I can crack pretty much like in any like fashion where I just can... Oh, it's like sideways? Crack it. Yeah, so like yeah. sideways and like do that, and then I'll push my fingers back, pop my uh, thumbs. I'll I'll like do it all. I I was just thinking about the that the other day that somebody might ask me about that in the future. Really? And I think I maybe kind of like uh, APG because I think APG almost does something similar to that. But I just do it just to crack my fingers and like get loose and yeah, like because if my hands are like if I need to crack my fingers, like I can feel it. I can really feel it, and it yeah. just feels kind of stiff. So I I just 
crack them. I just move them all around just to make sure I'm uh, I'm warm, basically. It's got to be a gamer thing because I I can do yeah. I do just just these ones like that when you like push your your hand against your fist and then I do like the the parts of the knuckles yeah. or whatever but never like sideways that sounds that's yeah, nice yeah. level I'll, stuff I'll like I'll just like move it in my in my hand a little bit and jeez move the, this is the secret like, the sauce right point. <laughs> this is it. I can gotta, do it like on my fingers yeah you gotta loosen them up right and then you hit the nice shots and stuff yeah exactly <laughs> I don't know when I started doing it I think I started doing it probably around when I started competing or like later. Maybe more recently, like whenever I, like that 2018 year, I feel like maybe I started doing that more. Um, but what I, I remember distinctly, like years ago, whenever I finally learned that like cracking your fingers actually isn't a bad thing for you. It doesn't right. actually You're affect you. Um, yeah. Like uh, fluid or something? I can't yeah, remember. some like uh, nitrogen bubbles or something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to crack my fingers whenever I need to. And so I've always just gone to the habit of like, if I feel that stiffness in my hands, I just start like playing with my fingers and then I probably get like five or six fingers cracked like at a time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That's that's how uh, Saiyan went from zero to like unknown to 2018. All of a sudden he's a powerhouse. He's cracked his fingers in between. There you that's, go. That's all. That's the secret. That's all right you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Now we can show the audio clip uh, and you guys can check this out. I needed it. He's definitely, definitely in our shot. What's already two? Watching you guys. He's in our shotty tunnel or some shit. Where's jump up right now? Pushing for bomb. Dude, where is he at? Going ring one. Shotty ring two. Get a rock. Get a rock. A rock. I'm going there. He killed me a rock too. Guys, right. it's gonna milk. I don't know rock guys. Where's the guy? There he is. He just jumped up. He's sitting our hut. And probably our rock ramp. Rock ramp. Our flag trying to run it right now. Watch out, running. Flag trying to shot under our turret. His rockets. And ring three, ring three as well. Another turret. He's going flag. Or he's going. Back flag gonna chase there. And Fly Guy's weak as well. Fly Guy's weak as well. Alright, stay alive. We need to play. Jump on Fly. Watch out on Fly. This guy, our courtyard. Our courtyard. Jump up weak. He didn't grab our pistol right now. Our pistol is for two shots. He's gonna go for touch weak. Our pistol is weak. Nice. They're Corbin. 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 Our courtyard? Yeah, uh, see him. Their car, their car again. Ring two, one shot. Nice. Yes, nice. Push up, push up. I'm pushing up. They don't have their sniper yet. Their carbine. Two shots. Look in ring. I don't see him. I went bot I'm watching out there, Ross. They're Don't poke. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not poking. I got him. 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 And as we jump back in, we are tied up one apiece now. 
when I uh, when I think about all the disgusting refuge snipes that you hit on your stream, and I'm wondering like, oh, how's he doing this? I remember this is this is why. I mean, like these intense pressure scenarios where you're playing the best players in the world, and you have to hit these crazy snipes. And then when you go on matchmaking, it's just like it's yeah. just fodder. You know, you just run them over. Um, yeah. The reason why, I, sorry, sorry, I was just gonna say it sets a pace whenever you're playing the, pace, the best yeah. players, and you play the best players so often. It, that's why. Yeah. Can't play the best players, like get your chance to. That's how you get better as quickly yeah. as you possibly can. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I had grabbed that is it's actually a, it's a listen in segment. So we couldn't really hear it, but yeah. the uh, caster, they jumped over to a listen in. Uh, it starts with you guys under a ton of pressure. Splice is just assaulting the base. If we show it uh, up in the background right now, uh, and you guys are, yeah, you're under a lot of pressure. How exactly do you break out of this kind of sequence in Refuge, would you say? Um, you end up losing a cap, too, and I guess that's how you take your opportunity. Yeah, so, I mean, in those kind of situations, and flags in particular, it's just when you're, when you have so much pressure on you, you just have to try and group up as best you can. And I think in most of this clip, you can see, like, there's, like, probably three of us always, like, near that hut side, trying to stop the flag. Um, because it was still on our side, still very visible, so we are like, alright, we're just gonna try and stop it. But we're all together like that's the best thing you do is when things are just going to crap like just try and group up together as best you can because just try and use your numbers if you can't really use too much strategy at the time uh that's really just the best thing to do and then off of that we were able to get some picks like they ended up getting their uh their, their cap off of that but we were able to start getting some kills because they were just kind of spread out they got their cap but then we were able to get map position uh so that's always like a good time is like and it's always not the worst thing to just give up flag caps, especially when it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Like, yeah. we tried fighting for it as long as we could, but it just reached a point where, like, we're still trading kills, and, like, we just have to give it up. Like, that's all we can do is just, just give it up and try and uh, do what we did, which was get map position, get map, uh, just get weapons, and then try and work from there. Uh, so yeah. that's, that's usually just the best thing to do, is when you're in these high-pressure situations, is to just stay with your team as much as you can and try and work off the advantages that are given to you, which is like height advantage and the weapons. Yeah, and I mean, right here, here's the sequence where you're fighting for it. The cool thing is you actually communicate with each other the moment that it's a dead flag. And it's like, snipe downs, he's hiding in the corner, you guys are losing numbers, I think you missed the melee there, and you're like, dude, what? Uh, and then, yeah, snipe downs over here in the corner, and then they grab it, and they're like, yo, it's dead, we can't do this. Like, he recognizes he's one shot, there's no way you can chase that. Uh, you leave the flag, but then you get two crucial kills, and then snipe down immediately, books it into rocks, right? You have to push up in that opportunity that you, you can get map presence back. Trippy follows. He's gonna go up here with the the sniper. Crazy trade from Trippy right here. By the way, like he spots him, looks away, and then snaps back and gets the headshot just in time. Yeah, that's a crazy uh, snipe. Yeah, and then you're gonna pick it up and start doing some work as well. Um, but this is you have to like make strides off for any of these openings, right? You get these yeah, slays, exactly. and move up. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. So just with like playing against the best players, it's like you hardly get opportunities to just move forward. And that's why I said like once, like a if there's a guy running a flag, one guy's out of the game. So it's a 3v4 if we use our numbers properly, but on top of that, uh, use your numbers properly. And then we also had a sniper coming up, so then we have a power weapon. And there's a guy out of the game, he's trying to cap a flag on their team. So that's our turn to just try and make a move. Then, like you said, Eric gets two picks, then we have weapons, Joey trades. And it's like, now we can just move forward and put some, put some pressure on the map. And so, but you have to make those split-second decisions, like, then and there, or you're just already behind in the game. So... That's always just the most important thing is timing and like when you can execute these sort of decisions. This must have been a hell of a series because you guys were down 2-0, your, uh, your elimination bracket on the line. You do a three-game sweep comeback and uh, like a long-awaited one too. I know you guys have wanted to beat Splice for a while here. So yeah. yeah, what's the energy like like going through these games? Like you know you can take it, I guess. And these are like the momentum builders. Exactly. We were, we were so pumped. 
to be able to do this against them. And yeah. um, obviously, I think most teams always kind of had that feeling with Spice. It's just like, you just want to beat them. You just, you just really want to. Not even for, like, any personal gripes, but everyone has, like, the, those, like, simple interactions with some teams sometimes where they just make you a little irritated. And, like, that's how yeah. everyone kind of felt with Spice in a way. So it's just like, yeah, we're just, we beat you. So Saying they don't try I, and stuff, too, would definitely, like, be irritating. Exactly. So it was just, yeah. like, it was so great to finally, especially in that kind of fashion, to, yeah. like, turn it around and still show, like, even though we were down, like, we weren't out. And it was just, like, we're, we're still in it. And uh, it, it was such a great feeling. We were so pumped. And that was, like, our first winner's finals I think we were able to get into was that tournament, I believe. You got to go all the way to London for that. That was the first time we had North American players go all the way over to European soil to play a, a tournament. How was that experience? Have you been to London before? Like, Do you have a, a favorite event that you've ever been to also? Um, so first question with, uh, was that my first time in London? It was my first time in London. Nice. Uh, I had to get a passport just for this event. Oh my God. And I, I think I even had some tweets leading up to uh, <laughs> leading up to that because oh, yeah. I ordered my passport and it was uh, saying I was a female and not male. So I can't have that. And then uh, it was like a few days before <laughs> I was leaving and uh -huh. I like had to get it back. So I had to get it expedited back to me like as soon as I possibly could. It's ridiculous. And, that yeah, I was freaking out whenever I saw that. <laughs> and yeah. so I was able to get that, get there. Hell of a long flight, of course, but it was still, it was just such a different experience. It was so cool. It, yeah. it, just for the sheer different, like, feel of it is just what is so encapsulating about being in a different place. Is just how different it can be from where I am. And that, yeah. that was such an awesome feeling, in a, being in a completely different country. And I was so happy to get the opportunity. It was, it was great. The content was so sick, too. I tried to find you in something from Gfinity, but you, we didn't have any storylines uh, with you. There was the Frosty interview. They had the, the Stellar, oh, yeah. uh, the Splice stuff. This is, uh, yeah, this is the casters uh, stepping foot in, in London here. Uh, really funny video. I recommend you guys look up uh, HCS London Gfinity, and you can find uh, some of their, their interviews and, and unique footage here. This is kind of what, what started the, the content that we got in the following year, right, with like the yeah. Invitational and stuff like that. So uh, stuff that we need more of, and I, I always like seeing yeah, stuff that yeah, builds, builds character, builds personality. Um, as far as the year, though, that was kind of the closing event for the year. Of course, there there is a, like Atlanta that happened, but technically their year ends at the date like what was it like november or whatever uh or because hcs no started idea. anyway i don't know because the highlight says that it ends at london you guys um, did have atlanta that followed though um and atlanta it was a similar kind of performance it was the one to close out halo 5 i tried to find winners finals because that was an insane series the atlanta yeah. winners finals uh such a sick series i could not find it i think it's only part of like the massive vod like the nine hour vod yeah probably um yeah and then grand finals was a rough one for sure, to close out Halo Five. Any any thoughts on on that one? With grand Finals. I think we came out hot. I think the game one even was just like back and forth, back and forth, and like everything yeah. was great. And then I think honestly, I don't know why it, it happened to turn this way, but like some technical issues just started happening. And oh, then really? like some things just didn't go our way. Just it happens because they're a great team, and like things didn't go our way after like some technical issues. I think it was. I want to say Truth Flag was game one. I don't quite remember. Okay. Unless maybe it was like Truth Flag and like the reset bracket, I don't, I don't quite remember. All I know is like in one of the Truth Flag games that we were playing, it was like a stalemate, and I don't know if it was one one or zero zero, and like we had camo, uh, we had a good setup, and then for like a solid like five to ten seconds, everything was like shifting 
and people were walking into walls and shit like that. And Ola had camo. And oh, like, I remember was, that. Yeah, yeah was, so there was like, a lag spike. I think was that the event? Was yeah, that, that was, was yeah, that. That yeah, was that yeah, series. Yeah. And Ola, then like you're right, you're right. Oh, I wish I grabbed that. Ola's clip. camo runs out. Yeah, I end up dying. I think I don't know if I was on with flag or somebody else had flag, and then. Uh, Ola doesn't get the kill on the guy that was like a free kill. Like we were, we we were calling out to each other like, okay, this guy's here, we're gonna do something. And then like yeah. it's lagging. And then even then, I'm like, okay, I guess like this game's about to end. It didn't end. We're back in it. Like I'd never yeah, experienced that before play. either. Usually it just yeah. like usually just ends when stuff like that happens because yeah. like the game can't handle it. But somehow it kept going. And then we end up like losing the flag. We lost our camo. Like then we lost map control. And then I think after that we were just kind of like, man, that fucking sucked. We were yeah. so pissed. We were so yeah. upset, but it's like whatever. Like we, they still won the game because it was so early in the game, or it was like so even. But I was just like, man, that sucked. All right, on to the next one. Because we we had a good mentality that 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 tournament. I would say like we had probably the strongest mentality we ever had, where it's like nothing was really phasing us mm-hmm. if like things were going wrong. But that really still sucked. And then I don't know if it was like the game. It must have been like two games after that, or it was like I don't remember. I really don't remember. This is what I'm talking about with like knowing when things happen in a tournament. <laughs> I'm so bad with. But yeah. then it was on our big strongholds. Uh-huh. on blue side uh like we were blue team and they were red team of course and we had a, the greatest start from blue side which never happens on rig strongholds and we got triple cap railgun camo game crashes oh my god at the very start of the game and yeah. so i think that all happened in the first series i want to say because i feel like we got really demoralized i think they were That's playing the thing they too, were playing amazing and then yeah. we were like really demoralized and That's i think we could it see. Just, like added up I think it really sucked because, yeah. like, we were still fighting back. And, like, obviously in the moment, we aren't, like, we aren't saying to each other, like, man, this sucks. Like, we're not, like, wallowing and, like, just crying sure, uh, sure. about it. But we're, like, trying to move forward. But I think that really, like, those two things happening were, like, they were really big. And it really sucked for that yeah. to happen. Yeah. And it's, like, it is what it is. And, like, we just, I don't think we could bounce back from it. Um, that's yeah. just on us. And then, obviously, like, talks is talks. Like, they're great players. So, like, we couldn't, we couldn't keep up with them as well as we wanted to. and. It yeah. just ended up being what it was. Sucks because it, it did seem a little crippling, like doing the reset, and then even like looking at your guys' kind of demeanor. Your like, you, you could hear some of the comms and stuff too. It just seemed like you didn't have the same energy in the second series you did in the first one. Yeah. Um, and which makes me think this is also why, like, of course, everybody wants Halo Infinite so badly, but you especially is just you're so close to number one. You know what I mean? You won the winners' finals. You were in grand finals. You you almost yep. closed Halo Five with a first place victory. Um, to get that close and now have to wait two years for for Halo Infinite is uh, it's a rough situation. Yeah. You, yeah, you're like that close to greatness. So I, I feel you on that grind, man. Um, you had another close shave recently, actually. If we jump right back to recently, <laughs> that would be, that would uh, be even closer somehow with the two v two. Closer, closer. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so we'll do a quick jump to that, and then I know you guys got some questions in the chat before we close out. We got a couple uh more yeah i know we're over time i'm sorry guys uh the uh atlantic city 2v2 uh just happened you were playing amazing guys had a 14 game series though unfortunately it didn't quite go your way just any any thoughts on on the experience there i want to still see you play 2v2 man like you 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 dropped <laughs> out now and you like you know yeah, I, mean, I know man. Not I, uh, the next one like i i just feel like you run over the guys if you if you play the next one you know yeah i know i i it just came to that point now where it's like I know I can still do well, and I think like even if I had the right teammate, obviously like I, I still could very well win the two v two. But it's just like I don't know. It feels like I I kind of reached that point where it's like I want to compete in something. So either the two v twos and just keep competing that, or like move to something else. But it's just like the two v twos aren't gonna. I don't really want this to just be what I'm doing for the next year. So it's been hard to like really. Uh, 
qualify that as something I'm going to stick with. Right. And like, that's just what I'm going to be doing. So that's why I kind of stepped away or wanted to step away anyway. Uh, but with that series, man, it was honestly like even I was not upset at all losing that series, to be perfectly honest with you. Oh, yeah? I, I, I mean, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. I really felt like that was such a fun series. After it happened, like I was smiling and just got up to shake their hands because, like, man, we were that close, and yeah. but these guys were playing out of their minds, and we were playing out of our minds. That's honestly what I thought and what I said to Neptune afterwards. I was like, that was a good series. That was a really fun series because I never experienced that before. Like back and forth games for fourteen games, it was especially crazy. in like a two v two. It's just like this. Like <laughs> if this was like a tournament that we had while everyone was still watching, like I feel like everyone would have been freaking out for how yeah. close these games were and yeah. how like insane some of the plays that were going on so yeah. it, it was it was just such a great series like it, it like it was just our skill like it just a testament to our skill and their skill mm. like just being shown off and that's what made me enjoy it i would still love to have won that tournament i think we were so close and honestly i feel like i was playing really well but we couldn't pull it out so it just it was what it what it was uh, yeah. but it was really it was really uh, impactful, I think, and something I can still learn from, yeah. from how close it was. I think it made me even better. I think playing these two has definitely made me even just uh, realize some things that in my gameplay could have been worked on, and I thought I had improved on to mm. make it as fun of a series and fun of a tournament as I could have made it. Yeah, really exciting. The, the only gripe that I had was just the fact that you guys had to unfortunately switch off the main stage. It just we, we didn't expect it to go as long as it did. And like people were begging to see Halo 5 on the, the stage, but it, the timing of it, like with grand finals playing, it was just yeah. it was rough timing. And then yeah, we had to switch. There was a huge like like gap, like like a 30 minute gap in between. Yeah, there was yeah. technical issues. That was definitely my biggest gripe about that tournament was just how much time there was in between games. Not even towards yeah. the end of it, like here, but it was just like we were waiting just hours and hours between our rounds. It was so disappointing uh, some of those times. But besides that, like the games themselves were, they were great. I, I really enjoyed the tournament. Yeah. Well, I of course some amazing gameplay from you. I think this was this was some like peak Halo Five two v two gameplay that I'm I'm hoping we get more of in the next two v two. But just you know not having all the same talent there, uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. But uh, so I guess that's what 100. percent There's no no chance we're going to see you at Atlanta. I can't like I never want to say something's like a hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Most likely you will not see me there, uh, considering how like like how I mentioned at the beginning of this, uh, how I'm getting so ingrained with Apex right now. So most likely not. Sure. Sure. Got uh, other things to focus on, and that's fair. And it gives uh, opportunities for people like myself to take the spotlight and, and get amazing at twos. No, I'm kidding. I, I gotta. I'll focus yeah. on casting. <laughs> uh, okay. Right before you head out, we got a couple questions. Uh, Paco Pavlo says, "Saying favorite teammate, favorite org, favorite teammate." It's hard to say between Ola and Trippy. Like it, it has to be a tie between them. Like there's no other way to say it. Like yeah. I love them. I love those guys for like. Not even completely different reasons, but honestly, the same reasons. Like, they're just great people and great teammates and great people to just learn from and talk to. That's all I could have asked for from yeah. uh, the people I played with. So definitely between those two. And uh, I would say Reciprocity has to be my favorite org. Uh, Chad Larson, owner, he was super hands-on with us. He was super kind, and uh, he was just very generous and just very... It was awesome to have that experience coming from, like, Luminosity. And Envy was also uh, very much more hands-on and very much more... Uh, almost like a home in a way, a friendly sort of interaction. Uh, yeah. But Rest Prophecy was definitely like just the, the next step up from what I had experienced with some org owners. So it was really nice to land a Rest Prophecy. 
Yeah, you and Trippy definitely a huge duo. Halo, Halo Five. Uh, love talking to him as well. Ola's amazing, by the way. I wish I could get this guy on on the show. Yeah. I keep asking him, and I, he's great to talk to in person, but it's just hard to get a hold of him for the actual show. He's uh, the worst. He, he's the worst trying to talk to him. He's, like, if you're he's not so person. funny though. He's so great. Like he's like yeah. even even in the envy uh, videos. There's one point. I don't know if you guys got a chance to. I don't think we played the right one, but yeah. you guys are like on these couches. These like weird couches. He's like, this ain't a couch. Like I've I've got way better couch at home. You guys should. should come see my couch like just the, the stuff that he says in his comms and like yeah, he, he's hilarious he's the so personality funny. we need in halo and and i can't get him on the stamp show one day it'll happen i promise uh, yeah yeah just uh, don't feel discouraged because he does it to everyone i know i know like he just doesn't respond to people in the proper time at all i uh, i had the uh the amazing opportunity to hang out with him snipe down and uh alumni uh and actually proximity a lot of the youtube guys uh late yeah. at atlantic city we had this uh mugsy had this like penthouse suite with this balcony and it was a really really sick experience we got to go to the uh uh the casino and everything too so nice yeah, so really, really fun time, and getting to know these guys as as people is uh, is amazing. And then I, yeah. I get excited to bring them on the show, and I, yeah, one day it'll happen. Anyway, one day. Uh, yeah, uh, Cass says, uh, saying, which Halo would you most like Infinite to be like? Um, definitely would have to say just I, I wouldn't say anyone in particular. Well, maybe I guess like Halo Two and Halo Five. Halo Two meaning like I still like hit scan more. Obviously, I think most people intend for it to be hit scan, so that just like that i like the idea of there being more to halo than just walking and shooting but generally i think competitive is played best that way where it's just walk and gun and normal classic gameplay Um, i still think like there's more that halo can do i just think it hasn't been really recognized uh with the previous halos and the abilities have been thrown out i think it'd be much more subtle um if they can do that like just much more subtle abilities that could improve the gameplay that's my honest opinion. I yeah. think any game can naturally grow, even Halo. I don't think it yeah. needs to always stay the same. I think that's definitely bad for growing. But I think it went like from one end of the spectrum to the next with yeah, it went uh, really far gameplay. So yeah. I feel like somewhere in the middle really could reach a good, a good note for Halo. And working from that would be what I want for Infinite. Yeah, we've talked about it a few times. One thing that you uh, that I like the idea of that you brought up was just kind of adding depth uh, and nuance in the gunplay, the gun skill, the uh, the types of weapons and and the types of like alternative fire and things like this. The yeah. stuff they do. Uh, so just the experiencing like wielding weapons, you can add so much kind of depth and diversity to that. And yeah, uh, yeah and Halo Two kind of had mechanics that aided that as well that weren't really intended, I guess. At exactly. First. But yeah, but yeah. So uh, so yeah, some good opportunities there. Um, but ultimately, that's going to cover everything we have for today. So uh, a quick look at uh, year four of HCS, a big year for you, and uh, a year where you got so, so close to that number one spot. And I know yep. you're going to come back with uh, with a vengeance coming up in Halo Infinite. I'm excited to see what you have uh, in store saying uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, no problem. Glad to be here. Awesome. Good to have you. All right, guys, that'll close today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, we've got our grassroots giveaway. You type exclamation mark grassroots in the chat for your chance to win the nameplate and BR skin. We probably already have our winner. Uh, they'll let me know on Discord in one second. Uh, congratulations to whoever it is. Where is it? We have, uh, wait, what? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll see you around saying. Always a pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in, dude. Uh, gunshots with the uh, the win. Gunshots, congratulations. We will send you that BR skin nameplate. Thank you guys for participating in the giveaway. It happens every single week, so come back next week with an exclamation mark grassroots. You can get your chance to win that giveaway once again. Of course, we also have some merch. You can check out the merch and anything that you purchase here not only supports 
the show supports me. There it is. Finally, not only supports the show, it supports me as well. And you guys know that, you know, the deal. I would highly appreciate any support that you can give. That'll close today's show. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be, be back next week with your five of HCS. I'll see you guys again in the near future. Thank you.